Welcome to Mom 2.0. Hi, I'm Vicky. Over the past three years, I've gone from having so little energy I needed three reasons to go upstairs to waking up full of energy and genuinely enjoying time spent with my kids. In this podcast, I share everything that I've learned that has helped me so that it can help you too. I cover a wide range of topics, everything from stress to nutrition, and my hope is that this podcast will take you from tired to inspired so you have the energy you need to enjoy life the way you deserve to. and welcome to another episode of Mom 2.0. Recently, I was trying to plan the next few episodes. And so I was trying to come up with ideas of um, what content to create. And so I asked ChatGPT, what are the most common questions that women ask regarding health? And one of them was how to eat a healthy diet. And at first I was a little bit surprised I was thinking, surely most people know what's healthy and that the problem is more sticking to eating healthy. But then I realized that actually it's not so obvious how to eat healthy. There are so many different diet frameworks out there and it's so confusing because they can be based on very different eating principles each one claiming to be the answer to your health struggles. And each of them will be backed up by experts and data claiming that they are right. So if you're at a loss for how to eat a healthy diet, then this is the answer for you. There is no perfectly healthy diet for everyone. The diet that's right for you might not be right for me, and vice versa. And I know that that's not what you want to hear. We all just want to be told how to eat. And there are definitely some principles that remain the same, no matter what kind of diet you're eating. So protein first, lots of fiber, and lots of diversity. And to eat as little ultra-processed food as you can. When I say this, you're probably thinking, that's obvious. The problem isn't in the knowing. What I described is the most basic starting point, and most people who are health conscious are aware of this already. You know this, right? But then why don't we do it? So today's episode is not a tutorial on how to design your plate with the perfect macronutrient ratio for your body. Today's episode is about when you find the diet or the way of eating that works for you, How do you stick to it? How do you go from a diet full of ultra-processed, energy-sucking foods to a diet of whole foods without white-knuckling your way through and hating the food that you eat? And then, how do you stick with it long-term? The word diet just means the food you eat. But when we hear that word today, we associate it with losing weight. And that's because People have been following fad dieting trends most of their lives trying to lose weight. And fad diets are called that 
because they are short-lived trends. The diet culture has become the scamming industry full of lose-weight-fast promises, and they are full of short-lived plans that are unsustainable. So people sign up for whatever the latest craze is to lose weight. They follow the plan for two or four weeks if they can. They lose some weight, and then when that's finished, they go back to their normal way of eating, thinking that they deserve to enjoy food again. At this point, most people regain the weight they lost, and then some. Why? Because while you may lose weight on a restriction diet, a good amount of that is probably coming from your muscle tissue. Less muscle means you now have lower caloric need, meaning you need less food. So now, when you go back to your high-calorie, ultra-processed diet, it's going to hit you even harder than before, and a lot of what you're eating isn't needed to fuel your body because you have less muscle and thus it gets stored as fat. This is what results in yo-yo dieting and yo-yo dieting has been shown to be worse in the long term than being consistently overweight because your hormones are fluctuating wildly with the increase and decrease in body fat and muscle, not to mention the emotional toll and stress of gaining and losing weight. So what do we do? We want to eat healthy. We want to be healthy. But it's hard. And it comes down to habits. It doesn't have to be massive, life-altering habit change. Micro habits are actually a lot more effective for long-term change because they don't disrupt the system the same way. So every time you try and get yourself out of your comfort zone, your brain is going to try and pull you back. So what you want to do is not jump out of your comfort zone, but you want to stretch it. If you haven't already read Atomic Habits, I highly recommend you get yourself a copy. In that book, James Clear talks about the 1% rule. And I'm sure if you've listened to me for any time now, you've heard me talk about this 1% rule over and over again. If you improve by just 1% every day, in a year's time, you will be 37 times better off. And that is a massive change for just 1% change every day. It's a compound effect. 1% every day makes a big change down the road. But we all want the change now. And we want the quick fix. So we keep chasing these quick fix marketing promises. And we find ourselves back where we started or in some cases, worse off. So what if, instead of chasing the quick fix, we committed to doing one thing differently today that we are confident that we can continue forever? Not a massive change. Remember, 1% improvement. So it could be something like eating one more vegetable at dinner forever. It could be getting 500 extra steps each day, forever. It could be eating half the amount of dessert that we would normally eat, forever. You get the idea. It's not so big that it would change your life today, but it's big enough that in a year's time, you would notice a big change. Imagine you currently eat dessert every day and then cutting that in half. Over a year, that's 
182 fewer desserts than you would have eaten that year. That's massive. And you're still getting the dessert. And it shouldn't always be about taking something out. You can and should add things in. When we constantly remove things from our diet, that's putting restrictions on what we can and can't have, and it can cause cravings. But a nice little trick is to add things in to crowd out some of the less desirable things in our diets. So add in more protein, add in more vegetables, eat more real food, and then that leaves less space for the ultra-processed zombie foods. Adding in exercise as part of this new micro-habit routine is another great way to stay on course, especially adding in resistance training. And as I mentioned earlier on, when we're trying to lose weight and do fad diets, we often end up losing a good amount of muscle. If fat loss is your goal, you want to keep that muscle because it's going to help burn your fat. Even if fat loss is not your goal, we all want to age well and look good and muscle helps with that too. And again, resistance training does not mean two hours at the gym. The same principle applies. If you do 10 squats every morning for one month, at the end of that month, it's going to feel easy. Then you up that to 20 for a month, 30 the next, and pretty soon you find yourself doing 50 squats every morning as part of your routine, and it's just what you do. You don't have to overcomplicate it. And it doesn't have to be something difficult. It doesn't have to be punishing yourself. I know that a year sounds like a long time, but in truth, you're going to see change long before that if you constantly improve by 1% each day. How soon? Well, that depends on you. The good news is that our taste buds turn over about every two weeks or so. Ultra-processed foods are designed in a way to hijack your taste buds so that real whole foods no longer taste as good. Once you start eating more real food and less ultra-processed food, your taste buds start changing, which will help to change with your cravings as well. I hope that that provided some clarity on how to eat a healthy diet. Eating healthy means different things to different people, but whatever the actual foods are, the way to make real long-term change in our eating habits is to make small changes that compound over time. That's all for today. Thank you for sharing your time with me. And I will be back next Thursday with more. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you haven't done so already, hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I'll be back next week with more. Until then, take care and have fun.